Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? It's Sean Ross Sapp. It is August 10, 2022. This is Fightful. And this is the What Do You Guys Want to Talk About podcast. Well, some of you might go, what the hell is this? Where's Jimmy? That's a good question. I don't know where Jimmy ever is anymore. He's not here. He's not working. He's not showing up on Wednesdays. So what I do on those days, instead of scrambling to find a co-host, I hook up the wrong mic and... Let me see. There we go. Oh, geez, everybody. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So people are like, what are you streaming from? It's from this webcam that I don't even use. That's where the audio is coming from. Uh, somebody said Jimmy's on the, <laughs> the right mic. Um, I have figured out that uh, I was on the wrong microphone. But either way. Jimmy sucks. I'm here. We're here to talk about whatever it is that you guys want to talk about. That's what we call why we call it the what do you guys want to talk about podcast. So super chat uh, down here, youtube.com slash fightful or head over to humperchats.com. The benefit of humper chats is one, we are able to keep a significantly higher percentage of that. And um, also, you can leave them before we go in the air. For example, I've got two people that have already left, um, left the left a couple of super chats or humper chats that that we'll be talking about today. Ke seven seven five opens us up. By the way, leave a thumbs up on this video. Uh, join in for the post show right after this. If you like this format, we have um, we have. A Q&A every week. Now, listen, I want to address this. Pile Driver Finisher says, I want to talk political wrestling, if that's okay. No, just kidding. Uh, no, that is, no. I saw people saying, like, 
you wouldn't have read that story if there was a Biden flag on, on Dud's trailer. Yeah, I would have. hate to tell you guys that. I would have. Oh, but let's go ahead and get into it. By the way, guys, if you're going to post in this chat and say, oh, what about this? What about this teaser? What about this? Provide some context. Uh, I'm running this show by myself, producing it. So if you just vaguely mention things, uh, it's not going to not gonna help us out. But get in those super chats. Get in those humper chats. Tom Talks Rubbish says, if you could only watch one for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, Tom, I don't. You, you need to let us know. Okay, one match. It'd be Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, and um, AJ Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, at TNA Unbreakable. Uh, to me, that was one of the best matches I've seen. It was where you put a title in a main event scene, and it became special immediately. So I think that that uh, is something that that I could probably watch over and over if I had to watch one match. Plus there's multiple talents. It's fast paced. I get a lot of time. It's my favorite match of all time. KE775 says, how many more comebacks do you think we'll see? Well, it depends on what time frame. I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon because Triple H is effectively curating his roster. I know that he had told some people that he was going to get his feet wet before bringing them in. But I, w- I was told that he told Dexter Loomis that, and then here was Dexter Loomis on Monday Night Raw. But, eh, you know, I, I think that we're going to see a whole lot more. Alfonso says, currently stuck at home with COVID, so I'll actually be able to watch the show live. Well, I'm very sorry to hear that, Alfonso. He says, I know ringside news is trash, but is there even a sliver of truth to their report about Tony Khan's unprofessional and worse than Vince behavior backstage? I've never heard from anybody worse than Vince. <clears throat> have I heard that some people have had uh, varying results with demeanor and approach? Yes, I have. Absolutely. But that's how everybody's going to be. Everybody's going to have uh, varying results. I had heard a rumor that he did talk to, a, I want to say a director, although I can't say that for sure, and kept him with the company. However, I'm still working to get a lot more information on that. That's not the type of thing I can just run with one source and go like, oh, well, here we go. And um, that's the difference in what Fightful does. We got to make sure that we verify things. But I felt like based on what I heard, that was overblown quite a bit. But they may have talked to people that I haven't talked to. So it's easy for me to say that, not talking to the same people. I had heard of the situation in which Steve had tweeted about where somebody had to be talked into staying. I don't know if they did, though. Joel says, any update on Sasha and Naomi? Not as of yet. I mean, they're from what I understand, they're still fielding offers for not not for like meet and greets and stuff. Let's see here. What are the odds for a potential return on Dynamite tonight? I know like everybody's like hinting at MJF, et cetera, et cetera. I've not heard anything about that. I've not heard an update on MJF in a long time, except that he was filming something with some members of the uh of the what is that prank show god damn it impractical jokers that that cast recently and they are a part of true tv which is a part of warner brothers discovery so i mean i would imagine that relationship somewhat fair he has gone completely dark hasn't talked to friends that are in wrestling hasn't talked to wrestlers etc etc 
Taylor Cannon says, just wanted to send some money because the Fightful team is great. It's my pleasure to support you guys. Thanks for all you do. Taylor, I greatly appreciate that. We are very much publicly funded between Fightful Select and YouTube. That makes up about, <clears throat> I want to say about 90% of our revenue. Um, 90 to 95%. Like when people say, oh, clickbait this. We don't make money off the web end of stuff. We don't make money off of the articles aspect of thing. We pay our writers more than we make back on that stuff. So being publicly funded is very important to us. Tom Talks Rubbish says, do you think the budget cuts line with releases and Vince McMahon scandal are connected? Uh, no, not necessarily. There were definitely some cuts around the time where he made some big payments, but he's been making these payments for over a decade. These aren't, this isn't like a new thing, so to speak. Uh, this isn't something that just popped up and just happened. This is something that has been habitual and has gone on for a very, very, very long time. So I don't think that necessarily the budget cuts that happened during the pandemic are related to that. Uh, I can't completely rule it out because how could you? But I, I don't necessarily think that one is tied to the other. Nicholas says, these women's tag teams in the tournament, so random. They could have had actual teams like Toxic Attraction. I would make Dakota and EO win uh, all the titles. Um, or win then at Clash of the Castle do all the titles. I would also have Dakota and EO win. They are brought in. They are immediately protected. They are, they've got hype and buzz ab among them. If Sasha and Naomi come back, well, that's an immediate type of thing. Um, man, I would love to see Sasha, Naomi, and Bianca all together. I think that would be phenomenal. I think that would be really good. But to me, it's a slam dunk Dakota and EO. If I were WWE, I would have applied as much buzz to this as I could. I'd get the Bellas back. I'd have got the Divas of Doom back. I'd have seen if Lay Cool wanted to do a match. Uh, I know that Layla has not worked a match in ages, but it doesn't have to be like a long match. I, I don't know like what kind of physical condition or if, if she even wants to do anything like that. But I mean, obviously she hasn't wrestled in seven years. I think that Layla is apt enough in the ring after wrestling 500, 600 matches that she could get through a tag team match as well. KE775 says, think we see Santos Escobar on the main roster after a street fight next week. Yes, I do. Uh, I do think so. Um, boy, you want to talk about a guy that would help make Cross feel comfortable in that roster too. A lot of people forget that banger that those two had on uh, the, the, I don't know if it was a street fight. I can't remember, but it went all over the performance center and it was so dope. And Santos Escobar, it's like, he is, he's been ready for WWE main roster. I mean, you, you look back at this guy's career. He's 38 years old. So he's in his physical prime. This man has worked NXT. He's worked 205 live. He's worked AAA. Lucha Underground, like he's he's done all this stuff. Like he's worked all these places and all of those places have TV. He worked Impact too. He worked a hell of a lot of Impact. And he worked Impact against a lot of guys with WWE television experience too. Uh, the Matt Seidel's, uh, Austin Aries. I think that was, I can't remember if that was before. Yeah, that was after Austin Aries left WWE. But EC3, James Storm, a lot of these people have had high-level TV experience as well. So it's not like he's going to be out of his depth there. He has always delivered. He's always been interesting. He's always been good on the ring. He's always maintained that natural charisma as well. 
Bridget Hewlett, wow, says, do you think Mox keeps his belt tonight? Bridget, thank you so much for the very generous super chat. So I'm going to spend some time on this. Yes, I do think he keeps his title belt tonight. He's defending against Chris Jericho, and I don't think Chris Jericho becomes world champion again. I think that um, Chris Jericho's time has sort of passed in that regard, and he was he was absolutely who AEW needed to be world champion. I think that Jericho could win another company's world title, absolutely. I just don't see a spot where he can slide in as AEW champion unless there's an injury that happens. But then again, this is Chris Jericho that we're talking about who has gotten over about 700 different personalities, right? So to say that he couldn't come up with something that just catches fire, just that, that ain't fair, right? I think Mox holds this title. I think he's a dominant defending champion. And whenever CM Punk is ready to come back, that's the big match. Whether it be at All Out, whether it be at Full Gear, whether it be on at Arthur Ashe or something like that, I think that Mox is the one that carries the most name value to go up against CM Punk. Now, I know a lot of people say, well, a lot more people know Chris Jericho than John Moxley. Well, that is true. But as far as people who are willing to tune in to watch a pro wrestling match, does you see what I'm saying there? And I'm not saying that Jericho is much further behind. It's just that Jericho does have many more years behind him than ahead of him. And maybe Mox does too. But I think right now that Moxley is absolutely the right decision to be world champion. Um, if, Punk can't go at all out. I would have thought that Brian would have been a good one. But with Brian losing to Daniel Garcia, I don't know if that one makes a lot of sense. I think Eddie Kingston is absolutely the right choice for Arthur Ashe. Like Eddie Kingston should be main eventing Arthur Ashe for the world title. And that, that should happen. But I do think Mox retains. Joel says, I heard the rumors of Cody having issues with Brandy's booking early in AEW. You think if WWE decides to not hire her, it would hurt the relationship between Cody and WWE? No, I don't think it would hurt the relationship between Cody and WWE. I don't know about if he had issues with her booking early on. But I can tell you that he was brought in knowing that she wasn't coming into WWE. Now, there is a loose relationship there. I've been told that Brandy is really pushing to get Culture City involved with WWE, which is a relationship she built with AEW as well. But I don't think it'll strain that relationship at all. Comrade says, hey, Sean, any update on how Jeff Hardy is doing? Keep up the good work. Um, he did go to rehab, from what I understand. I don't know any updates beyond that. Haven't heard of anything in about a month. Thank you to Brad. We greatly appreciate your donation. I'll see if there's a comment. Uh, reminder, guys, follow us on TikTok at Fightful.com. I would uh, greatly appreciate that. We have just started a TikTok, and I'm not a big TikTok guy. I'll just be blatant, transparent with you guys, but we've already got 405 followers. What you're going to see over on that TikTok are some abbreviated news reports. I'm going to tell you what you can find on Select. You're going to see new and old uh, interview clips and show clips. And we just got Professor Nick. And if you guys don't know who that is, he's got over 1 million TikTok followers. I'm so happy to make that connection. Big thank you to Will Washington for making that happen of, of Grapsity. But uh, Professor Nick Harrison is just insanely charismatic and charming and talented and a wonderful guy from because I, I do my research on these people. Wonderful guy. I'm talking to uh, another person who's, who's got quite a following on TikTok as well about doing some stuff. 
I might do some skits. We're going to have a little bit of everything over there. So go follow us on TikTok. Check it out. And hey, if, if any of you guys have pitches and stuff like that or skits that you want us to share on there, sure. But um, man, I'm very excited about that. It's been a long time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. I'm coming. Been a long time coming. <laughs> Patrick says, how can I send super chats if I'm from the Philippines? Uh, go to humperchats.com. Regardless of where you are, you're able to send them there. But you know what, my friend? I got something that might help you. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. 70% off your NordVPN plan. An additional month free. I, how about this? How about four months free? What? What? Four? Four months free. Let me check the copy. Let me make sure this is right. My, my dude, Jake hit me up and he said, man, we got a great deal for you. Look at that. Look at that. Four months for free. Confirmed. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, Jake. NordVPN. Four months for free. Fastest VPN in the world. Works on all your devices. Changes your virtual location with just one click. Maybe you want AEW Plus. Maybe you want the WWE Network back. Maybe you want to get UFC pay-per-views on an overseas service that are much more cost-effective. How much more cost-effective does it get than this? Plus, you've got multiple tiers. You can get just a VPN. You can add a pass. You can add a locker. Multiple tiers for all that stuff. And add that extra layer of security. Block the unwanted pop-up ads. Block the online trackers and the malware. Let me tell you, you're going to need that on some other wrestling websites, but not us. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. A great deal. Four months free. And if you don't like it, how about this? One thing that I love that our sponsors do, a 30-day money-back guarantee. We're making sure that our friends are well taken care of. Ryan Sullivan says, a TikTok per day of you insulting Joel Per Pear? Yes. Yes, I would love to do that, honestly. There's going to be some footage of me and Joel uh, fighting it out pretty soon. Pretty soon. Tom Brady says... 
My weekly, how close do you think Gargano is assigning with WWE? Also, do you expect UK talent at Clash? Well, I can tell you that I was scheduled for an interview with Johnny this week. It isn't happening as of right now, but it is completely unrelated to wrestling stuff. But I was supposed to talk to him Tuesday, then uh, Thursday, but we're, we're putting the brakes on that. I was supposed to host his panel at StarCast. But uh, do I expect UK talent at Clash? Yeah, I do. Uh, I think Gargano will head back to WWE. Joe says, who do you think is in the title match at All Out Mox versus? You know what? I'm going to go to the AEW rankings that I never pay attention to. Let's see who we got. Hangman Page up there, number one. Look at that. I don't think it's going to be Jay Lethal. Uh, if they, they, I don't think Jay Lethal's the right one to run. Jericho's about to get his match. Hobbs is probably going to face Starks. Garcia, I don't think that would happen, but maybe Moxley and, and Hangman. Honestly, I think that would be a good one. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I don't think it should be Jericho, though. Joel says, what percentage do you give Bray Wyatt and Johnny Gargano returning to WWE? Uh, I think 80% Johnny, 50% Bray. That's that's what I would say. Are we going to see Sean Ross at do the muddy dance on TikTok? I won't be doing any dances. Jennifer Kathleen says, thoughts on who wins the AEW trios belts first? I think it will be uh, the undisputed or the elite. I think it'll be Kenny and the Bucks. I think when you have a new title established, it's best to put it on a main eventer. For example, Jake Cargill, main eventer, TBS title. TNT title, Cody Rhodes, main eventer. I think that's the right thing to do. MDPTG says with Triple H running creative, could Kenny Omega go to WWE in 2023? I remember hearing that they have a good relationship and negotiations in 2018. I I do think that um, there's a possibility, but I think there's a possibility that anybody goes anywhere. And Kenny Omega told me that his negotiations were good. And at one time he thought that he was going there. But I, I also think that he does like what AEW has built, but the Triple H thing and Vince being out of power and creative actually possibly being satisfying, that there's an awful lot that can happen. Tony G says, any chance we get another wrestling boom period? Yeah, absolutely. Especially now with creative, it's probably going to be better. Ryan says, are you concerned that Triple H might struggle with the entertainment aspect of main roster creative it can't all be wrestling. It has to be balanced. Why can't it be more wrestling? I think that most people would say that the creative over the last 15 years has been pretty bad and very unbalanced. I would argue that Triple H is just balancing that out a little bit more. It's not all wrestling. We saw the car crash situation. We saw all the build with Ciampa. We've seen all that. We saw a lot of promos on, on Raw. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that this is unbalanced at all. Nicholas says, I want to ask a question, but it's related to an article, and I don't want to say it because the article is how you make money. Where can I ask? Um, Fightful Select, we're doing a Q&A tomorrow, but if you're paying money, go ahead and ask. CGM Show says, WWE just posted a video highlighting Ciampa using the Gargano Escape versus Bobby. They're really planting the seeds for his return Cody Rhodes style. They are. There's a lot of references, like you got to do it yourself. There's the Gargano Escape thing. Like they're very, they're being very smart about that. 
could Kenny swerve the elite and team up with Takeshita and Ibushi? I don't know how New Japan would feel about the Ibushi thing. And I don't know like what terms they're on. I don't know like I don't know where he is physically. So I mean, is it possible? Yeah, it's absolutely possible. However, like I don't know what the possibility of him just popping back up ten months after wrestling for this would be. By the way, guys, if you want to get in a question, donate a super chat or a humper chat. You can go to humperchats.com or you can uh Leave one here on youtube.com slash Fightful. Joseph says, do you see Darby or Brody winning the coffin match tonight? Feels like both could use the win. Well, I mean, Brody's been winning quite a few things lately and being put in high profile spots. I think it's kind of time for Darby to reemerge. I mean, Dave Meltzer said that Darby just approached him and was like, hey, I'm upset here. I'm frustrated here. Should I go to WWE? And Dave is like, what? I mean, Dave just kind of said that. So, I mean, I would probably give Darby the win had I heard that, right? Let's get to some bumper chats. Any possibility that Kenny returns tonight? Yeah, I think there's a possibility for sure. Avery says, what is really happening backstage in AEW? Um, You're never going to have people that, you're never going to have a unanimously thrilled locker room. I can tell you the first year, year and a half, it was tougher to get AEW scoops because there was that honeymoon period and a lot of people didn't want to compromise that or or talk about things that were going on. And now you're getting a lot more people that will talk about what's going on. There, it's. I know that Tony wasn't happy about the, the Orange Cassidy thing and uh, about the the song being leaked but i mean that information is going to get out and he's he's a longtime reader of the observer newsletter and i think that he understands that that stuff's going to get out i don't think he quite understands yet that it's not all going to be positive there's going to be people that criticize him there's going to be bad stories that come out and that isn't all on him somebody says did darby actually say that that's what dave claims but also darby said in a scrum that I participated in years ago, that if he went to WWE, they'd have him jacking off in a boiler room somewhere. Nerd Guru says, I understand injuries and whatnot, but I'm very disappointed in the lack of Samoa Joe on Dynamite. If Mox's opponent for All Out is up in the air, put Samoa Joe in that spot. For the promos alone, please do that. It would appear, just based on how we look at things, right? that Samoa Joe seems to be more of an ROH talent than AEW talent, even though he was announced as All Elite. I know he's had some other projects going on, but I did expect to see a whole lot more of Samoa Joe than what we've seen. Now, granted, those first that first like month or so, month and a half or so, we saw like five or six matches, and we've seen, okay, seven matches since he, he showed up, we hadn't seen seven matches out of Samoa Joe in the two and a half years prior. So I, I know that he has had to overcome an awful lot of physical stuff. So I don't want to take for granted what we get out of Samoa Joe, if you know what I mean. But also, I'm always thankful that we get it. But I do think that he should be utilized more if he is available. But I don't know if he's available. 
Van Twinblade says, massive fire at a local recycling plant east of St. Louis today. FEMA red alert issued. Stay inside if you're in the affected area. Sunny kiss at Glory Pro next month. Going to be a wild show. Van Twinblade always sneaks in that uh, Glory Pro plug. Guys, we are running low on Super Chats and Humper Chats. Go ahead and get them in because when when that ends, our show ends, then we move over to FightfulSelect.com. Nerdguru says, I'm sure you know how much Alex hate Cross. During his rant, he was very worried about how Cody would be treated under Triple H. Do you think Hunter is a little sour about the whole throne thing, Wednesday Night War, hence not liking Cody? I think I think that Triple H will probably do what's best for business legitimately and not let his ego get in the way because we have seen an awful lot of that. And it's it's sort of time for that to be pushed aside and just create what content is best for the viewer and best for the subscriber and the fan. And I think that's the smart thing to do. You don't have to like somebody to work with them. I've, I've worked with people that I don't like all the time, but if it's if it's good for the sake of business and it's good content, well, that's what you that's what you do. <clears throat> Joel Wood says, with Triple H and Creative, do you think there's any possibility of WWE forging relationships with any other promotion, such as Impact or NWA? Obviously, AEW is unlikely. Joel, I think there's more of a possibility than there has been in a long, long time. Now, we have seen WWE do business with NWA multiple times. We saw them almost do a thing with Crockett like in the 80s. We've seen them work with ECW. And I think that Triple H is more of that 90s mentality than even Vince McMahon was, even though that was his, his primary period. Vince McMahon hadn't, hadn't even adapted to a 2010s or 20s mentality. He just kept on saying, like, he just kept on doing what he felt. And that was WWE exists on its own island. Don't acknowledge, don't acknowledge, don't ask for help. I think it's more likely now than it's ever been. Thank you to Kyle for the donation. Um, Danny H blogs, please stop spamming the same question. Um, you gotta, uh, donate a super chat. If you want your question or statement right on the air, any hope of Scarlet actually wrestling? Yes. Uh, I think there, there's a possibility it could happen in the future. It's just not in the cards right now. KE 775 says, do you expect Bailey to take the title from Bianca? Yeah, possibly. I think it's quite possible that she does now that she's back and she's not fresh off of her one-year title run, right? Like, let's see. Let's see how long Bailey held that title. So she held that title for, God, 380, 380 days, right? And um, then she spent about five, six months chasing it and then spent uh, 13 months out. So we are almost two full years removed from the end of her one-year reign. So it, it's a little bit fresher now. Rodimas Gutierrez says, who makes the first trade proposal in the future between AEW and WWE? If you mean trading talent, as in like sending, like sharing talent, I think that WWE will. Because I don't think that AEW is going to assume that that is a possibility. If you mean like physically trading contracts, well, they're independent contractors. So that's not going to happen. 
Caden says, what changes does AEW need to make right now? I feel like the product has been kind of mediocre the last few months. I think they need to develop more women's stories. If you're worried about women not drawing ratings, develop more stories. It can't just be, here they are, here's their tag team partner. Hiya, here we go. You got to develop more stories. And I think that what they do with their, their video clips should be highlighted a little bit more as well. I think they should highlight people who are, they should highlight dark a little bit, like do a one minute video of like, here's Ethan page tossing somebody halfway across the ring. And here's who else wins as well. I think that would help. But other than that, you want to create important matches with big stakes, but not everything can have the same stakes. Stefan Bridges says, Shout out Fightful. Select is that gas. Well, my my buddy, I appreciate you because uh, it is. Yes, it is. That gas. What else do we got? Is TK legally able to negotiate with Sasha? I don't think he's able to right now. But you know what you're legally able to negotiate with? Your big nasty pubes. Thanks to Manscaped.com. And the code Fightful. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? There we go. Manscaped.com code Fightful. Yeah. If you haven't heard, it's smooth sack summer. Make sure that you're scaped from the pubes to the bum. That's right. This is the summer to keep your balls cool while still looking hot with Manscaped. The leader in below the belt grooming is making sure that we all have a ball smooth and clean ones by giving our pants partners everything they need to stay fresh. 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash Fightful. They got that performance package 4.0. That's what you want. Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, the crop reviver toner, the performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag as well in case you want to take it on the run. A 4,000K LED spotlight on that trimmer. It's got a travel lock so it doesn't go off in your, in your bag or on your bag when you don't want it to. 7,000 RPM motor. It's waterproof too. Beach, lake, shower, wherever the, wherever the heck you're doing it, man. Manscaped.com. Use that code Fightful. You can also go to manscaped.com slash Fightful, I believe. I think so. Either way, uh, you're going to save 20%. You're going to save 20%. Also, how about this? They got the Shears 2.0, a luxury nail grooming kit. They're just adding all kinds of things. All kinds of things. Bleep. Jordan says, with all the women's tag teams appearing in AEW, do you think they'll try to get that he was trying to get both Banks and Naomi to come in with new belts incoming? I think they'll eventually do um, tag team belts. I think what they should do is combine the TBS and women's title. Jade should probably combine those in the near future. And they should add tag team titles. But yeah, of course, I'm sure that he wanted uh, Sasha and Naomi both. Jay says, do you see a pendulum swing from AEW to WWE? I'm more invested in WWE since Triple H took over. What is your overall opinion since he took over? Uh, my overall opinion is that the show feels a lot fresher. It feels a lot more like I need to watch it. It feels like it's not the same retread over and over and over again. And that is something that when I'm covering the show and trying to stay interested, that I greatly appreciate. Now, granted, we are two weeks in. 
If Triple H doesn't expand this roster, add fresh names, come up with good ideas, well, then it's going to fall back into the same, same thing. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats, guys. We would greatly appreciate that. We got somebody saying no more rest holds. That being gone is refreshing. Sometimes you'll see it. Sometimes you'll see it, but significantly less. Like I was saying that about Happy Corbin for a long time when he doesn't go to the half Nelson cross face. Um, then I think that that works out a lot better for him. And he has more interesting matches. Graham says, Michael Cole versus Justin Roberts. Shoot fight who you got. All due respect to Justin Roberts. Um, I, I don't know his physical condition, but I know that Michael Cole was jacked a few years ago. Nerd Guru says, I don't know how we're back to Rosa versus Britt again for All Out. Ruby Soho has been booked like shit since her debut. The story with her and Rosa is there, and they haven't told it. Ruby eliminated Rosa to win that battle royal, and it's just sitting there. I agree. I agree. Um, I think that more women should be booked as being protected, and it shouldn't be like always the bridesmaid, never the bride type of thing. Um, it is they should both be protected. And then when you got another one coming up, there's a believable, credible threat. Eric says, how great is it working with Will Washington? Uh, it's great working with Will Washington. He uh, is somebody that if I'm, I'm gone, he can fill in. And I know that the show's not going to suffer. The numbers aren't going to suffer. Look at the just undeniable success that Grapsity is. And not just because of him, but because of Reg and, and Phil as well. I would very much like to expand Will Washington's role here. Because um, he's brilliant. He's very smart. Uh, very... Like he, he understands the wrestling news aspect of things too, which is something that most people that haven't written and I mean, done like the aggregation aspect and all that. Usually they, they just don't have a good grasp of it, but he's got such a remarkably good grasp on that as well. Occupy pillar to post Jeremy Lambert is a fraud. Uh, yes, he is. Do you think WWE will ever consider making something like the original idea for SmackDown? Uh, like an all women show. No, I, I, maybe they'll do like a web show like that. Um, and I could see AEW doing that as well. But I don't think that they're going to do like a, a main roster cable TV all women show. Joel Wood says, we know Bobby Roode is a Triple H guy. Any chance he gets a renewed push under Triple H? I think there's more of a possibility that he could pop back up in NXT than getting like a big main roster push at this point. And uh, he hasn't been on TV for a while. I know that they were trusting him with, with Veer and Omos on the road for a little bit. Uh, he helped out Dolph Ziggler for, for quite a while in that tag team. They helped out each other rather. I think they were an effective tag team. Now, maybe find a, a different role for Bobby Roode. Have him wrestle here and there. Have him coach. Have him help out. Have him teach people at NXT. Corey says, any possibilities for a women's only PLE for WWE? Maybe consider once a year to build stars or stories. Uh, again, I'll say this. I don't think so anymore, but I think there's more of an opportunity now than there was um, a month ago. Yeah, whenever, whenever this started. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Matthew says, any report on the rumored repackage of Dijavac T-Bar? Um as of Monday, that wasn't in the plans. As of Monday, there had been no meeting between Triple H and 
T-bar. Um, and that's, that's about all I know about that. So if it was pitched, maybe it was pitched or something, but they had not met as of Monday. MD PTG says have AEW slowly lost their identity since Tony became dis- began distancing himself from the EVPs backstage. I certainly feel this when watching the show in 2022. Well, I mean, the show initially needed to be fresh talent without WWE or not without WWE experience, but that had voluntarily left WWE. Now you get a lot of people who have kind of been released, but um, I think that what what you have now is talent that is undeniable talent that has been let go that you can't possibly say well how are we going to pass on like yeah let's pass on them you can't deny these people right so i don't think they've lost their identity i think that they have evolved their identity graham says how long have you sat on a graph city q a why now um did they announce that <laughs> Let me make sure. I don't know if they announced that, but about a month. <laughs> and I mean, let's be real. Any additional work that those guys want to do, yeah, by all means, do a show every day if you guys want. They're awesome. JoJo says, love Grapsity and Will Washington is amazing. Honestly, I wouldn't waste Roman's title reign with Drew beating him. Someone else can benefit more. <clears throat> well, Roman shouldn't take the pin. Somebody else should take the pin. It should be for the WWE title, not the Universal title. Keep that two-year reign going on. But um, I think Drew beating Cross for the WWE title would be absolutely fine. But I agree. Don't pin Roman and don't take away the Universal title. Any reason Toxic Attraction wasn't in the Women's Tag Tournament? When I, was, when I asked, I just told it wasn't in the plans. And that is a bummer. Because why would you not? The, one of the most prominent actual tag teams in the entire company that you have invested all these resources in and NXT and you ain't using them. So when they told me not in the plans, I'm like, what the hell is the plans? You ain't protecting them. It's not going to hurt for them to lose to a main roster team. It's not going to hurt a main roster team to lose to them. Right? So what the hell are you doing here? What the hell are we doing here? Reminder, we're going to do the post show on fightful select. Um, last week I was going to talk about my Nashville and LA trip, but it ended up being an hour long show where I, uh, set the record straight on the Billy Batty thing. So this week, what we'll do is I'll, I'll talk about my LA trip and my, uh, my Nashville trip. ABW says, do you see a world where Alexa turns and joins up with Bailey and we get the four versus four with Sasha and Naomi? Nope. I don't think that's happening. I do I see a world I see a world where anything happens it's pro wrestling but I don't think that that's going to happen Michael with a monster super chat keeping us here for a little bit thank you Michael Taylor gonna spend some time on this one what are your thoughts on Bray Wyatt's random message and him liking more WWE stuff and liking carrying cross items well I think he looks at carrying cross as probably a guy that he could do some good work with I can tell you people are cl- that are close to him are far more secretive than they used to be. Uh, there were some people close to him that reached out to dispel some stories. Like I was, I was told very clearly last year, actually when Billy reported, well, he's got mental health issues. I was told, no, he doesn't. And that, that is that's something that wants to be made very clear. 
I was told last year by people close to him, he is not negotiating with impact. This is not a thing that is happening. I had heard all along that Bray's relationship with Vince wasn't a good one and that Vince just didn't like him. And if you go and listen to John Alba's podcast with Matt Hardy on the extreme life of Matt Hardy, Matt is pretty open about some of the derogatory things that Vince McMahon said to Bray. And I'm going to elaborate more and I'm going to go into more on, on more detail on that uh, in the near future on FightfulSelect.com. But Bray Wyatt was a quote-unquote budget cut. And the way that that hit morale, I had people all the way up and down the card that are like, he objectively makes more money than he costs. If he is a budget cut, what are we? You know what I mean? Like, they justified, they, John Laurinaitis justified this guy as a fucking budget cut. And he made money. He was one of the top merch sellers. And he was a top merch seller with some of the most dog shit creative, some of the most nonsensical bullshit that you've ever seen. And because he would often say, uh, this nonsensical bullshit is nonsense. It doesn't make sense. He would get branded with having a bad attitude. I think a lot of that is out the window now. I think a lot of people see that what he was given there wasn't appropriate, wasn't right, didn't wasn't conducive to creating a main star. Even and he he overcame that, right? He absolutely overcame that. So I think that uh, I think the bridges were being rebuilt a little bit before, but I think that um, I think that there's more of a possibility now. And again, FightfulSelect.com this week I'll have more on that. Seabass thinks Gigi Dolan is main roster ready or main roaster ready. I think she's both, my friend. I think she's very good. Has a great look. Uh, carries herself well. What is the likelihood of WWE splitting up the world titles, and how do you think they do it? Um, I'm going to say 95%, and I think they do it at Clash of the Castle by competing for one of the titles. All right, I'm Cole, and Red Dragon cleared to wrestle, or was Cole saying they weren't last week legit? I had not heard of them being cleared as of then. I don't know what can happen in the meantime, but I had not heard that they were cleared as of then. Bear says the reports of Tony Khan's odd behavior backstage are the reports about talent wanting out of AEW true. No, I have not. Any of the people that you guys have sent me tweets about saying, well, I hear they want out. I haven't heard that at all. Some frustration. Absolutely. I have not heard that any of those people want out as of yet. Reminder, I'm heading over to FightfulSelect.com in minutes. Let me just make sure. Yep, there we go. Guys, thank you all so much. The AEW post show tonight. A reminder, we got shows all week. The spotlight tomorrow. We got Grapsity on Saturday. We got so much stuff for you guys. But we're going to go over there and do the post show right now. Going to talk about Nashville. Going to talk about L.A., my trips there. I appreciate you guys so much. Jimmy should be back next week. Jimmy should be back next week. Let me make sure I didn't miss any of these. All right. Until next time, we're out.